0: enemy. Thank you, Lord. Let's just go ahead and ask the Holy Spirit to take absolute control. Yeah, that the enemy fails. It fails again. That every area of our life, we are under the control of God Almighty. Everything that we are doing, the Lord God Almighty is in charge of it. Every part of the enemy, every, every, every atrocity, every intrusion, everywhere that the enemy may want to intrude, everywhere that he want to cause the spirit of error. This morning, let's ask that the Holy Spirit will take control. In that Mighty name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit Amen. will restore order. Holy Spirit will restore order in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And the name of the Lord will be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Our conversation today, the name of the Lord will become will be glorified in Amen. the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We will still ourselves in this new month. This new month, the Holy Spirit will continue to guide our step. Our step. It will continue to guide our way. It will continue. Oh. The one that we guide our direction in Amen. the mighty name of Jesus Christ. To surrender into the end of the Holy Ghost this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank God you we you. we, we you. You. by your holy name. You by your name. Mighty name we pray. Amen. Good morning, Amen. everybody. Welcome, welcome everybody. Uh, this is uh this is very, very good day. We thank God. Happy new month to everybody. Happy New Month, Happy New Month. I pray that this month, the Lord himself, he will, show
1: himself
0: he will show himself in a, in a, in a different dimension, in a way yes. that you will never have to regret that you serve him, in the way that Amen. you will see that there is no one worthy of praise, no one worthy of honor, Amen. but our only God. Amen. Our God that mm. seated in heaven and used the earth as his footstool, it deserves all the honor, it mm. deserves all the praise, it deserves all the adoration, Amen. and the way to Amen. move without, without compromising in our faith without mm. without 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 falling apart, the law will guide us through that way in the mighty name mm. of Jesus Christ. Because mm. the brethren, our perilous time is here. The perilous time is here, it is here. There's mm. so many divers of, of misconception, there is so many divers mm. of teaching, there is so of knowledge that are out there. But the only true knowledge, the true, true, true knowledge, it comes only from the the Holy Ghost, because it's the one that the Lord sent from heaven to come to the earth to guide us and show us all things. And any other thing that we're getting apart from the teaching of the Holy Spirit is a fake news. So we don't want to take them. We want to only allow the Word of God to saturate in our heart. The Word of God to take absolute control of who we are. The Word of God to be the foundation of what we do the word of God to be the guidance to every decision making that we are making. And I pray this morning that this new month, this remaining half of the year, that the Lord will not leave us. He will hold us with his right hand of righteousness. That we mm-hmm. will not slack anywhere in the power of the Holy Ghost in the mighty name mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. Because, mm-hmm. like I say, knowledge is rampant out there, and this is a perilous time. Everything that we do, there is a contact, there is a tendency of we stepping out of grace Mm. every step that we take there is a tendency of a trap set out there so but we must be we must be totally being very very careful in our decision making in our efforts to do what is right in our efforts to make sure that every step we take every move that we make every word that comes out of our mouth the word that is allowed by God, every decision making, it must be in line with what God wants us to do. It must not be out of line. Many decisions that we have made, yes, we have made certain decisions and I'm not saying that it's not good to get advice. It's not good to get input from somebody or anybody, but one thing that we must keep in mind in our advice, in our consultation, in everything that we're doing, is this in line with what God said. Is this in line in what God said? So the topic of today is very, very interesting topic because we all find ourselves in, in the midst that a decision must be made. And we have to find out, which direction should I take? What should I do? How should I do it? What is it? And the pressure come from here, pressure come from there, Pressure comes from everywhere. And we are just there to say, where should I go? How can I do this thing right? How can I make this right? Because there is something that I must do. This is something that I must do. And that is why we want to talk about it. The if only, if only, if only, it's a trap. If only, it's a trap. If only, trap that we all deal with every day. And my prayer this morning is that Holy Spirit, we take control. Amen. If we, if we, if we broad, broaden this into our heart, okay. and not only broaden okay. it into our heart, if we take it and make use of it to the glory of God the Father, Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Before I make any, 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 any contribution this morning, I want to read the outline out so, I we, we? Just talk briefly, and I will take some uh, some kind of uh, because it's self-explanatory. I cannot. Uh, I cannot say more than what is written, and uh, for anybody to understand what is out here, because we all know exactly where we fit in, and only if we mm-hmm. want to, if we want to deceive ourselves, we fit in and we fall into trap. But God, that we serve, we take us out of those perfection trap that we put ourselves into in the mighty name of jesus because it all depends it's all it's all about the mindset it's all about the mindset and if your mind is not transformed into the things that god wants to do then you will continue to be working in the with using your five senses in decision making and today god will help us to see clearly that there is no one that is perfect there is no one that i've retained that perfection but Jesus Christ alone. And that is why he sent help to us so that we can follow the guidance to get the help that we need to continue to walk in the way that he has created us to walk in. So I will read this morning, um, the if only trap, if only I can get this, if only I can get that, if only, I can get that job. If only I can get married. If only I can choose a better career. If only I can make a good money. If only I can I can do better at what I am doing. So I can become perfect. If only. And we get stuck if that if only and do nothing. Because we are choosing to run after things that are actually easy for us to attain that we don't want to. Yesterday, we talk about, uh, was it two days ago that we talked about that there is no many uh, job, that there is no anything that is called uh, uh, a, a small job. And today we're talking about, oh, many are looking for a perfect action, a perfect husband, a perfect career, a perfect job, a perfect thing. If we keep on sitting on that, then we won't do anything. That is what we are talking about because many people have trapped into that. To say, yeah, I haven't got it yet. I haven't got there yet. Oh, I'm going to wait on that. I'm going to wait on that. I'm going to wait on that. And we keep on waiting. And let's look at our text this morning in the book of our Ecclesiastic, chapter 11, verse 4. He said it. He said it. God said this word. He said, farmer, who we'll wait for a perfect weather? We want never plant. Let that sink into your heart. If you're waiting for that perfect moment, you will not get anywhere. And I will read that. Otto Bethe. Mahalik said, this day and the age we are surrounded by message that scream, my life won't be perfect if only I did a different job. Only I have a different house. Only I get a different car. Only I got a different nose. Even I got a different uh, stomach, I get a flat stomach. My life will not be better until I get a good spouse. My life will not be better until I get a big bank account. You know, you fill in the blank on whatever you are dealing with today. Fill in the blank. Whatever it is that you think that your life is not gonna be better until you get, fill in the blank, you see what it is. Or if I could be like some celebrity whose life appear well, other, and perfect. Five senses, the loss of eyes. Well, this week, this week, starting today, this week, this month, this year, the rest of our life, let's play. Let's stop playing this perfect thing. Are you with me? Let's stop playing this perfect thing because there is no perfection anywhere but in Christ. Hallelujah. And I don't know what Ninjitou costume for my birthday. (laughs) <laughs>
2: but he's not gonna wear it. He-
0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So perfection can only be attained by Christ. Well, let's start stopping that. That that life, that life will be perfect. And start what? Playing my perfect life. I like that. Let's start thinking about playing how if my life thing, let's start playing that perfect one that we have the one you will have right now in the sight of god is perfect enough to do what god has put you here to do so let's look at what is the difference between if my life can be perfect or my life is perfect in christ let's look at them there are three things that we're going to look at this morning He said, what are the difference between those three things number one being in the present Being in the present. Number two, having an attitude of gratitude. And number three, taking action with what's available now. (laughs) Hallelujah. Taking action with what's available now. When we are caught up in the my life would be perfect. If trapped. We lose touch with the present. And we can no longer practice gratitude. Think about it. Because what you're saying, if my life should be this, if my life should be this, you will not appreciate it because you haven't gotten it yet. Think about it. It's difficult to be grateful for what you do not have. And what you don't have is always in the future. You still haven't attended. Somewhere in the future, Bill, look around you. Do you have a roof over your head? your head and food to eat, and a few good friends or close relatives, then appreciate all of those things. Appreciate what you have right now and whatever is dumped on your lap, thank God for them and walk with them. Do not wait until that perfect moment comes. The perfect moment comes when we are reunited with Christ. Again, the perfect moment come when we are what? Reunite with Christ. Because right now, what we, have, what we have is his perfection that we are living. It is his love that we are living. It is by his grace that we are here. It is by his mercy that we are not consumed. Then appreciate those things. You're probably sitting there thinking, yes, but I want more money. I need more money or a better relationship. I need more time to enjoy myself. I am so, you know, right now, I want to do so many things in the world. I want to go to so many places, but there is no money to do all of those things. But you are living, you have a house in your head, you have food on your table, and you have a little money in your bank account. Some people are living on the street. Take what you have right now. appreciate it. Oh, I want to be thinner. I want to be happier. Oh, I want whatever you think you want. It's still in the future. What do you do with the present? What do you do with the present? What do you do with the present? Do you appreciate the present that you have? So that you can have the energy and appreciation to move into the future. Stop focusing on what you lack and start focusing on what you have already got. The Bible says, farmer who wait for perfect weather will we never plant. If they watch every cloud, they will never harvest. If you demand perfection or nothing, you will keep ending up with nothing. You will keep ending up with nothing. The fact that God made us what we are, he understands who we are and he know where we're going he know what is meant for to what is what it made us for so we should just appreciate him read that in the book of ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 meanwhile our best is always commendable none of us we attain perfection this side of heaven no no get that straight through our through your 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 score Get that through your mind. Get that through. Write it down at the bottom of your heart. That, oh, to get that perfect job, to get that perfect wife, to get that perfect husband, or get that perfect house, to get that perfect car. Nobody is going to attain that because your perfection on this earth is still have a comma. It is not perfect yet without Christ in it. Without Christ in it. On this side of the earth, there is nothing called perfection. There is nothing called I have arrived. There is nothing called, I have done it done. There is nothing called, oh, this is quietly, I am now ready to enjoy it. No, many people that I know, I know, I know very well, they retire today. Following week, they're in the hospital. Until tomorrow, they're still in the hospital. Why? Because they've lost some part of their life. They're waiting for that retirement day. They say, I'm hoping to be retired. I'm hoping, looking forward to that thing. What do you do with what you have right now? What do you do with what you have right now? Do what you can do with what you have right now, and God is the one that will bless the work of your hand. Many people are not struggling, they're not looking for perfection, but when they start with something, God bless that work that they start with, and they clothe it with blessing. They clothe it with blessing. They clothe it with blessing, and they are walking in peace because God helped them. God help them. On this side of heaven, there is nothing perfect, and that's okay because Christ has clothed you and I. Look at Revelation chapter two verse ten. Christ has clothed you and I with His righteousness and made us complete in Him. In Him, so please. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Don't allow anybody to tell you that there is a great opportunity somewhere. There is a great achievement somewhere. There is a great career somewhere. There is a great thing somewhere that can make your life become perfect. No, it's only going to add to the trouble that you already have. So what you have right now, watching to just develop it. Develop it in God and let God bless what you are doing. You see, the loss of I create a lot of problem, the loss of eye, the loss of flesh, and the pride of life. And not letting people content. It's pushing people into not being content with what God gets, give them. I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to be that. I want to be this. I want to be this. I want to be that. I, will, I live that same life. And sometimes it still crosses my mind with certain things in my life, the certain things that is going on around us in the things of God, I still cross my mind that I want to be like this, but God will tell me that, listen, stay in your lane. I know what I'm doing with you. You just continue to do, give your best to what I give to you right now and live it the way I have instructed you to live it. and we make it better for tomorrow. So for us, what for us today is very simple. It's very, very simple. Don't, if I can, then throw it out. Start doing, yes, I have. And I'm going to make the best of what God has given me. And may God bless us uh, to this morning. I'm going to pause and uh, ask for contribution this morning. If you have any addition, welcome everybody. I'm sorry for the little glitch that we have. This new month, we are going to take what God has given us and we are going to make use of them. And God is going to bless them all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you contribution this morning. Hallelujah. I will call upon
2: Lord. Good morning everyone.
0: And Good morning, thank you pastor. pastor. Good morning sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, yes sir. Um I will be reading from the book of Exodus chapter 1 verse 11. And basically, the story before this is about the children of Israelite, and they moved into, you know, Egypt, and our God used Joseph to establish them there, and everything. And uh, down the line, we look at Exodus uh, one verse eleven. It says, um, before then, it was talking about you know the king that does not know uh, Joseph came into power, mm-hmm. and you know. He started, you know, acting a different way. But it says, now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. And down to 11, he said, therefore they set tax masters over them to afflict them with their burdens and they built for Pharaoh supply cities, Python and Rameses. Now, the reason why I you know, went to that side of it is when they came from the land where they were to. The land of Egypt, from Canaan to the land of Egypt, I mean, they would look at it like, yes, at least here, we have food, we have everything, right? Now, when the king that do not know uh, Joseph came into power, then things changed, right? Yeah. The same way sometimes things are good for people and it turned out to be something else later on and they feel like, oh, I wish we were probably back in Canaan or I wish you know, the the king didn't die. How I wish this happened. How I wish this happened. Mm -hmm. But in the course of it, here, verse 11, was talking about how the taskmaster, you know, put more burdens on them, right? Now, even though they were saying how I wish, those who were probably saying how I wish amongst them and didn't focus on the task, even though it was a burden on them, right? They're probably not getting anything. Now, down the line, when they got to, the land of Canaan where God took them to, or even on the way, there has to be a way to survive yes. between that place to Canaan. Now getting to Canaan, to build or to rebuild there or to expand in that land wouldn't be a problem. Why? Because they have gained the experience where they came from. Yes. The same way, whatever it is that it's going on and we're saying how I wish. Today, lesson is telling us that let us focus and appreciate where we are. Yes. Because if God had brought us this far, mm-hmm. he's able to take us even further. Yes, yes. That's how I wish we're talking about. Now, some we, you know, we have a job I like, oh, this job, this job, this job. The fact is some are dying to get that same job. Mm-hmm. Some are applying to get that same job. Mm-hmm. Oh, this child, this child, All right, I wish, you know, I have a boy, not a girl. Some they are already on their number eight mm. just to have a boy for mm. you have one. Mm. Some are saying how I wish I have a girl. Some are already on their number 10 mm. child mm. looking for a girl. Mm. So whatever it is that you have, be contented with it. Appreciate God with it. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't aspire for a better future or to see beyond where we are. That's not what today is saying. What is basically said is that where we are, let us appreciate it. Because there are some goodness in what we are doing currently. Mm -hmm. And if we are full of how I wish, we will not enjoy what God is trying to make us to enjoy in that very moment or that phase of our lives. You know, when people are single, they'll say, oh, how I wish I'm, I'm married. By the time they marry, they say, oh, how I wish, you know, I enjoyed that my single life. Ah, Mm. you know, I can go out, I can do my own thing. I don't have to, you know, things like that. But you see certain people that don't enjoy their singleness, they are married, they are still not enjoying it. They are still saying, how I wish. Mm. They have a baby, they are still saying, how I wish. Mm. They have this, how I wish. They are always looking back Mm. or probably thinking of what they don't have instead of appreciating what God has done to them, Mm. you know? So today is reminding us again that, let us appreciate what we have. We have life. We have group of our head. Thank God. Even if we don't have anything, we have God. Because one with God, it can change the story of a man. Yes. You know, we yes. talked about the Zimephibosheth, that man that, you know, was uh, a grandson, you know, of to, uh, what was the name of that David's friend? Jonathan. Jonathan, you know. I'm sure at, at that point before David, you know, uh, requested for him, he was a nobody, mm. you know. Nobody would probably, re- I mean, and this was a person that his father was like a right man of, I mean, bodies of David. But you see how life can change, mm. you know. His rider is the palace person, but he became irrelevant at the point of his life. You know, now we don't know the questions he was asking myself, himself that, oh, maybe if my dad had not die, if baby died, you know, some people, they are so much, they have so much hatred in them. Maybe he will have said, oh, I wish my father didn't die. And it was as a result of what he did or something, you know, people will just want to, but the fact is during the process, some might have even killed the person that God had sent to be a blessing to them. Mm. And the process of, oh, I wish this person didn't do this, this person didn't do this, you know, trying to, you know, arrogate whatever happens to what is going on. But when we always remember that it's a face, God is the one that has a final say about anything yeah. about our life. And right. as much as we are children of God, yes. then we should enjoy that present time that we have. Yeah. Let us look for what we can do, what we can enjoy, what we can appreciate God for in it, while we trust God for another and the better faith to come. Amen.
0: Thank you, Bersan. Thank you very, very much. That's very, very nice uh, what you say. Because for once, um, when we don't appreciate where our present moment is, we cannot move on to the next thing that God has prepared for us. Appreciation only moves God to do more than we just sit down in a pity cell and say, I haven't gotten enough. I haven't gotten that. Um, when we have, when we lack contentment, that's what actually refers to. And my prayer is that God will help us to see clearly that there is nothing we are going through in life that God is not able to do. And trusting Him in everything that we do, because God knows where we are and He knows where He's taking us. And uh, the ability to trust Him and give in to Him, so that we will not continually uh, do things on our own. Because when we keep on doing things on our own, based on our our five senses, we always make mistakes. Then we go back to, say, God, to God to say, God, why this? But we forget that we are the one that we actually uh, step out of line with him. I mean, God help us to remain in line with him so that we, we, we will be grateful to what he has given us because from the little one that he has given us, he can make it great. God, we help us all in Jesus' name. Any other contribution? Thank you, God. Amen. Hallelujah. You are walking. You are You are Praise the Lord. Good morning. Hallelujah.
1: Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Brassam. Thank you for those uh, contributions. You know, um, I just want to add a little because. Uh, you people have already exhausted the whole thing. Uh, I want us to just know that depression is a journey. We start with if, mm. if this, if that, if this is a journey, and before you know it, the evil one will take advantage and begin to afflict the mind a lot of things begin to set in. And it takes time, it takes God's intervention to be able to, for one to be delivered from it. Paul said, I leave those things that are past. I put them behind me. I press on to the things that are before me. Let us key into that. You know, because this word, if, I so much like to this topic because it is, Something that is so common and that is it's like living living with us, you know. But we have the choice to say no. We have the choice to be contented, like what Sam was saying, whatever our, is our present state, you know, we 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 should be happy. We should we should be happy and see beyond our present situation because the Bible says God said in Hebrew 13:5, I will never leave you, I will That's never forsake you. That's what he says. He said, He will never suffer the righteous to be moved. So, what in whatever situation that we are at any given time, let's play sing his song back to him. Let's let's rehearse his word, let's say the word back to the Lord. Lord. This is what you said in your word. This is what you said consigning this situation, consigning that situation. I will just tell you, God is faithful. So let's not, whatever situation we are, like what this book recommended to this topic recommended, you know, recommended three things. That start from where you are, you know, start from there. When you think of what you can do to improve what, what we can do to improve our state, our present situation, you know, then we should have an attitude of gratitude. Whatever God has done for us, you know, we should always appreciate God. Like, you know, Pastor was emphasizing on that so much. Many people have died, and we are alive. You know how many people died through COVID? I mean, 500 or 70,000 people died, and we are here, we are alive. There should be something that God has done for you in the past that you should be happy about. Even for the gift of life, even for having him as your father, appreciate him. For him, for you to know him in salvation, we should appreciate him. There are things that God has done for you and I that we should appreciate him for. Then number three say, take action with what is available. What is that thing that is available? What can you do now? He recommends, take action, move forward. You know, you know, Brassan was say the other day, we should not despise the day of little beginners. Whatever is in your hand, the Lord said to Moses, when they, they came face to face with the rest, and the Egyptians were behind there, pursuing you know, they were at a fix. And they begin to say, turn to uh, 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 Moses, Moses, you brought us to come and kill us, here. Yeah? Look at the Red we can't cross. Look at the Egyptians, they are pursuing us. And the Lord say, Moses, what is in your hand? Okay. Okay. What is in your hand? Okay. So what is in our hand, brethren? There must be something that you can do. If you have, if there is no trust God, you know. So they, 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 like Pastor was saying, if, even if you have the whole this, you have this, you have the whole money, the whole world, you have fact uh, account, you have the best spouse, you have this and that. There is still something that you will still crave for. There is still something that you will still be asking for. <laughs> so that's why the Bible recommends be contented with what you have. Contentment with God in it is a great thing, Yes. A word with nothing. It is certain that we'll go back with nothing. <laughs> so let us be, let us be joyful. Mm. Today's to message speaks to me a lot. It really, really speaks to me, and I really appreciate this topic. But there is something that I have never ceased to do in my life. Thanksgiving to God. I always thank Him. I always appreciate Him. But I know there are areas of my failures and setbacks that my my mind always go to, and Satan will want to take advantage. I will say, Satan, no, you cannot afflict me. You cannot. He always try to. He tried. He always, always tried to do that to me. But I was always resisting. Praise God. The Lord blesses his
0: word. told about her grant us grace on these days. Amen. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. I always say this, that in every situation that you find yourself, if you don't see God in it, then there's a problem. If you find yourself in a good situation and you don't see God in it, you cannot appreciate it if you find yourself in a bad situation and you don't see God in it you will not be able to get out of it so in all situation see God in them job was a perfect example uh, but most of the time we don't see God we see the problem we see the situation and not only do we see the situation pressure from the left pressure from the right pressure of the bills pressure of everything sit upon us. Then God just gets vanished. It got put in a a little small box. We don't remember that he even exists. That if he he decides to just take us, we will have gone. We don't forget. We don't remember God. We see the situation and we become overwhelmed with the situation instead of inviting God's presence into the situation. And when they come into the situation, they'll be grateful with what we have. Many of us have comfortable things, but we want more things. We want to be more comfortable. Uh, Some of us, uh, we're doing well right now, but we say uh, what we're doing is not well enough. We want to do more well. Uh, But guess what? When you came out of your mother's womb, how many things did you bring along? But cry. (laughs) And since you were growing then you always receive and receive and receive from the breathtaking to the food, to everything, to school, to everything when you grow up. And now, up to now, you're still asking to take more. So why can't we just sit down and say, Lord, gosh, this is how far you have brought me. I want to see you in everything that I am doing. So I can continue to give you praise. Whether good time or bad time, you are always going to be praised in my life. The sound of praise will continually be coming out of my mouth. It is not an easy thing, though. No, I'm not saying it's easy. But we must make up our mind. Romans 12, 2, what he said, that we should not be confined to this world. Because this world has nothing but just to give us into more trouble. Give us more challenge. Make us to be more vulnerable. But let's transform our mind. Renew our mind by the word of God. The presence of God will give us the enablement to be able to be content with God. To be content with God. Because a contentment is something that God really wants us to have. To say, yes, son, you appreciate what I just did. Daughter, you appreciate who I am in your life it's time that I move you to the next level. But because we don't appreciate him, we think everything, lots of heart, because this person is doing something, I want to do it too. Even though it's not a good thing for you. But you will do whatever you can do to want to do that thing. Then when you do it, you find out, oh, why did I even try? You don't wait on God. You move on your own and you have problems. May God give us that grace to be content and, and have a heart after God so we can gain everything that God has prepared for us in the name of Jesus. Any other person? Got a few more minutes?
3: Praise the Lord.
0: Good morning, Daddy. Good morning, sir.
3: (laughs) Good morning, sir. Uh, This, uh, in fact, uh, he said when you have God very close to you as he is very close to us at all times. Yes, sir. Nothing should bother us. Mm. I, 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 just, I just know that if I have any difficulty, any problem, I say, since God is on the throne, who can touch me? Nobody. You, once you just had the canopy of God, you have no worries. Mm. Even uh, it might look like uh, heaven is going to fall. It's not going to fall. When God is in control, nothing can touch you, nothing can happen. Anything that wants to happen, God is capable to destroy that thing. Mm-hmm. He mm. can stop it mm. in, in diverse ways. Okay, there, there, there was one uh, incident. I was in uh, Okichipupa. We, we uh, by station there. We all were struggling. The, time was very bad, things were tough. We had not had a decent meal for a long time. And then we were, I was there, I was wondering, I said, ah-ah, uh-uh, is happening? Right in, in that some friends came. I don't know where they came from. They said they are from my, from my state. And then they decided, they said we should all go out. ah uh-uh. I started thinking here, you know, we were thinking, how will we get to the, eat the next meal, good meal? We have been struggling, scrambling for this and that. And here is people are taking us out. We went there, they brought chicken and all that. I say, look at God, you are you are everywhere. Mm, mm, mm. God is everywhere. He's in every situation. So let us be like uh, the word of God says. Seek the kingdom of God first and every other thing. A pastor was hammering on this for a long time, last few months, some months now. Seek the kingdom of God and every other thing will be added to it. Mm. Sometimes you can even, you talk as if you are predicting. Mm. Oh, I need this. And then suddenly somebody will give it to you. That is when you seek God. Mm. Seek God, fear God, mm. try to live. We know it's not easy to live a good life. Try to live a good life in your own uh, power, in God's power, not the power. Mm. And then from time to time, ask God to purify you, change you. Uh, you, you, you look at the area where you're not doing well and ask God to do something about it. Mm. Not you assume that you are you a are saint. You are not. Nobody is sent. saint. Mm. Even if you look yourself, you will discover that there are so many things that you don't do properly. Mm. There are cobwebs inside you. So ask God to clean you from time to time. Clean you. And then anything you want, just ask and he'll give it to you. I have been enjoying this kind of... Uh, Grace for some time now. Thank God. Thank I, that I don't have to worry. What I begin to is small things. I remember that God is there. I, I will just forget it. I say, ah, like Pastor used to say, you go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you God is on the drone, then well, why, why am I bothering myself? So Christians, we who profess to be Christians. Clean the close and closer, draw closer every day to him and then ask him for anything you want. Anything, don't ask for mini items because he doesn't have time with small things, all the big things is his own. You're looking for a job, ask for a good job. He's a good job, and when you do this and test him and see, you mm-hmm. will have come in. Him. Mm-hmm. You, you look, look at, for instance, look at a good thing you need, very something you think is impossible, and ask him to do it for you. When he does it, you will know that he can do any other thing that you ask for. Okay. So let us uh, take God more seriously and walk closely with him wow. in your own small strengths okay. and uh, strive to do better every day. And then, in a short while, you will discover that you are in a good standing God. May the Lord bless his word into our hearts amen, in Jesus. Amen, 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 amen,
0: amen.
1: Thank you, Daddy, for that word. I can't help it. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Okay. Very, 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 very powerful word, Daddy. Thank you very much. Because, you know, um, the one with God, like Brassam says, is, is the majority. Uh, when you have God as a foundation of everything, I don't think you have a problem. Everything that you see that you can't be a problem, it would be something um, that's very easy. And you know, we we that we are young, we, we tend to worry much. That book of Ecclesiastes that we read, if you read the last two chapter verses of the of chapter eleven, say the young people, it's wonderful for the to be young. Enjoy every minute of it instead of you worry. Enjoy every minute of it. Do everything you want to do. Take it all in. Stop worrying about things that you don't have control over. Don't worry about it. Live every minute for God. Enjoy every minute of your young, young time with the Lord. Grow yourself in him. Let him be the one that will guide you. Remember that you give an account to God for everything you do. All this worry thing that you do, God will tell you why you worry. I was there. You didn't even pay me no money. I was there. You're worried about things that are already ready to do for you but because people are convincing you and you now doubt me, I was not able to do it. Find time with the Lord. Spend time with the Lord, He will guide you. So refuse to worry, that's what it's saying in It's a refuse to worry and keep your body healthy. But remember that youth, youth with a whole life before you is what? It's meaningless. Brethren, I am telling you, if you don't give it all to God, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. I always say this, whatever I have control over, I give my best to it. I do all my best with it. The one that I don't have control over, I go to sleep. I always say that, and I'm in it. I don't have control over this certain situation. I forget about it. I just leave it alone. But the one that I have control over, I trust God, and I ask energy and grace from God to do it diligently, faithfully, on I, I, punctual on every aspect that I need to do. I will do it with all my mind because that is the one God has given me ability to do. The one He didn't give me ability to do is in control of that. So, what did He give you ability to do? Did He give you the ability to get up and praise and worship Him in the morning? Do that diligently. Did he give you the ability to be able to read his word and digest it? and do it? do it diligently. Has he given you life that you're breathing right now that you can actually get up and do something for God? Find something to do for God. Then, when you do it, you just see yourself being fruitful in places that you don't even expect. I mean, God help us all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. that's all we have today. But if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you won't even know. You're already trapped in that I want to be perfect. You want to have a big house. You want to have a big money. You want to have a big wife. You want to have a big husband. You want to have a big children. You're already trapped in it because that is what the world wants you to know. The world wants you to be running after things that are going to perish. Because what will it profit a man that gain the whole world? You got a big house, you got a nice car, you got a beautiful family, and you lose your soul in, in hell. What will it profit you? Nothing. So the best thing is that you come to Christ as Jesus Christ come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of neglecting you, not knowing that you're the one that will help me. Confess him as the Lord over your life. Tell him to come into your heart. Jesus Christ, you're the Lord of my life from this moment onward, I, I confess you as the Lord. Then when you say that small prayer, Just welcome and congratulations to the kingdom of God. Look for a church close by you. Tell them you just receive Christ. You need to start walking in the way of the Lord. You don't want to walk in the way of the world anymore. That they will lead you. If you can't find a church, go to rccg.org. You will find a church there. And may the Lord help you and help the rest of us. The rest of us, let us pray. Let's pray. And I will ask Sister Bridget to close for us this morning. And let's pray that God. Is there any way that I am struggling, that I have not lived a life of contentment? Help me to see you in all things. Help mm-hmm. me to see you in all my circumstances. Circumstances that I find myself doubting. Lord, help me to see you in all things, that I will be able mm-hmm. to live my life to the fullness for you, but will not allow anybody to take your 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 your, your, your love from me. Lord help me. Help me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, eternal okay. In Jesus' name we pray.
1: Amen, amen, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be unto me according to your word. According to your promises we can stand it all. Carve upon our hearts the truth that set us free. Hallelujah. According to your word, O Lord, be unto all. Father, Lord, that is our confession, O oh God. That is our song to you, having given us so much, this morning through your word, through your servants, O oh God. We are grateful to you, Lord, for your word, Lord. Lord, come upon our heart the truth that set us free. Right. Father, for us to know that all that we need is to seek your kingdom yes. and its righteousness. You say every other you shall be added to us. All that we need is to be under your canopy. All that we need is to be loyal and be faithful to you. You will take care of us, and you have demonstrated it in our lives individually, even as a church. You have demonstrated it. Somebody say, "Cut your blessing. Name them one by one. It will surprise." you, what the Lord has done. Father, we see concrete evidences in our lives of what you have done. And will return all the glory to you. We bless your name. We adore you. We give you glory. We give you worship. We give you adoration, Father. We cannot thank you enough, Father, oh God. Yes, you have been dear for us. You are always dear for us, Lord. We thank you. Lord, this day, we come to you now, Father, committing ourselves to you afresh, asking you for help, asking you for grace, to do the things that we're supposed to do, oh God. Asking for help, oh God, to always appreciate all that you have already done for us. Yes, you have done so much. You have done so much. We have, you have done so much for us. The Psalms said, if we have 10,000 pounds, it will still not be enough to thank you. Thank you, Father. We bless you and we adore you. We plead the blood of the Lamb. As long as we're in this flesh and blood, there is always that tendency, Father, for, for our mind to roam to our for our mind to begin to think of the things that are past. But we know, Father, you will never leave us, you will never forsake us. We know you will always strengthen us. We know you will always lead us by your spirit. We know, Father, you will always grant us strength in our inner mind to continue to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We thank you, Father. Lord, we renounce, oh God, all works of darkness. We renounce, oh God, every influences, manipulation that come from the kingdom of darkness, all those things that stem from the realm of the flesh, we, we resist with all the bound Amen. in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We receive enlightenment. We receive your light, yes. Father, oh God, at all times to always know and reflect on who you are, that you are a man of integrity. Yes. Every word you say you will do, you always do it, yes. oh God. There is no failure in you. You are faithful to your God. Grant up the spirit of patience to always look unto you, to wait upon you. In every situation and circumstances around us, oh God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for the pastor you have used. We thank you for all the persons that you have used, Father, to encourage you this morning. We pray, Lord, their way shall never run dry. Amen. Mm-hmm. Continue to strengthen each and every one, O oh Lord, yeah. with your work by your spirit, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, that you will help us to be faithful to you. Help us to be loyal, oh God. Yeah. Whatever it takes, just enough. It's not enough, according to the songwriter. We want the fullness of you, oh God, in our lives, Father. Enlighten our eyes of understanding, Father, that in whatever situation, in whatever circumstance, Father, we should, we should always see you in it. We should always see you in it. And we should always know the steps of the righteous are ordered by you. We are not creatures of chance. Whatever comes our way, whatever you allow, you have reason for it, alone. Help us to always lean on you. In every situation and circumstance, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We, we thank you for how you have blessed us. We pray that a portion be sent to everyone, Father, that belongs to this body. Everyone that, that, that will later hear this word, Father, let help be granted. Let grace be granted to eternalize, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We commit the remaining hours of the day to your hand. We plead the blood of the Lamb. We need the blood of Jesus. We cover our home. We cover our loved ones, our children, our houses, our extended family. We cover by the blood of the Lamb. No evil shall come nigh us. None of us shall be to go out for an attack in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our going out is blessed. Our coming in is blessed. We are blessed in the city. We are blessed in the field. Our bread is blessed. Our water is blessed. Our body is blessed. Our basket is blessed. Oh, everything that pertains to us is blessed, Father. This is your word. This is your promise. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name. we adore you.
0: In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. The love The love of God. And the spirit of the Holy spirit, spirit, be with us, man. and
1: abide us. Forever, Amen. 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 Surely, Surely, the Lord's goodness and mercy for us, shall follow all the days all of, the days of life. In our life. And we shall I wish I be on the house of the Lord forever and ever.
0: Amen. Amen. Blessed be Jesus' name Amen. Amen. Everybody for joining. God bless you. Don't worry. Just hand it over to God, and God is in control. And don't allow your five senses to dictate to you what you need to do. Rely upon the Holy Spirit. God Amen. that did it for you before, he can do it again. Yes. All he's expecting of you is turn it over to him. If you Amen. don't turn it over to him, he can work what he wants to do. And Amen. I pray the grace to turn it over to him. God, we give unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May the Lord keep you, may he shine his face upon you, and grant you peace all around in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Amen. Thank you.